two hobbits. Two hobbits. Two, two hobbits. hobbits. Two hobbits. Two hobbits is filmed in front of a live studio audience. <sighs> and welcome back to what I think might be the last ever Two Hobbits podcast. My name is Jonesy, and I'm a hobbit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hi, everyone. Good to see you. Um, I'm I'm Joshua. I'm also a hobbit, and uh, yeah, I, I I think we're both just a little. Yeah, I. It just. I'm just really depressed and bummed out about this. I I can't really bring myself to say it. So if you want to catch everybody up on what what's going on, but. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring bring everybody up to speed. Um, we we received an eviction notice, guys. They are kicking us out of our hobbit holes. Uh, apparently, we have been getting up to some um unhobbity shenanigans and actions. And according to this list, they are citing us for obscene language. Play the out of that game. <laughs> I still play the out of that game. Exactly, hey man. Whale. Yeah. I think we're doing really well. I think we're doing well until awesome. Till I had to come along. Till you f***ed it up. I know. <laughs> God <laughs> motherfucking stupid piece of <laughs> shit. It's a family show. We're two f***ing hobbits. Destruction of property. You'll never take me alive. And then you punch holes through both the like eastern and western wall. Noise complaints. You moon face prick. Go feed your fucking cat. I think that they're full of baloney. I've never sworn a yeah. day in my life. I don't know what they're talking about, but it's these. Either way, it's these, yeah, yeah, man. It's just, it's just these, these, these darn HOAs, these Hobbit Hole Owners Associations. They're just, they're just, they just like to meddle and interfere with your life and micromanage. It's, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of malarkey, is it, what it is. It really is. It, 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 it is. It's, it's, it's a real B word. It's a real bunch yeah, of bad business. Yeah. It, it is a bunch of bad business. But, and... Yeah. And so we're getting kicked out of our hobbit hole. And we only have a couple hours to get out of here. But, you know, we can't we can't leave y'all hanging without knowing what's going on. So here we go. We, we, we decided we would try and pack up the last of our boxes and maybe reminisce a little bit about all the good times we had here in our hobbit yeah. hole. And, yeah, and just and just try to take try to take a, a, a little time here and just like you're saying, Jonesy, like reflect on the good days, think about all the memories we did make here in this Hobbit hole, and yeah, try to try to go out on a on a somewhat somewhat happy note or somewhat nostalgic note. I don't know. Um, and, and I think you know one of the things that has been really nostalgic for me is thinking about all of the many things that we use to fill up our Hobbit's goblets, and so I think. You know, maybe maybe we can do this one more time too. So um, yeah, let's do is, that. So, is there anything special that you have in your Hobbit goblet to uh, mark this mark this last time? Maybe, maybe even this last time. Odd, oddly, I do. It's it is special. I, it's special number one because in keeping with my own self imposed Pokemon Island challenge, I was drinking nothing but hard seltzers for this month of March. But I don't know what's yeah. going to happen now. But I did I did find in the back of a secret fridge. A Colorado Nativa Cerveza. Oh boy. Mm. Can't wait. Mm. But maybe yeah. the Mexican style beer will be a nice smooth transition from seltzers and back into, you know, beer. Yeah, true. <sighs> true. You, you, uh, 
one one does need a bit of a sort of transitional phase. Yeah, the the one I have, I I also just, I mean, I was I was so sad that I just kind of went and picked up a whole bunch of things. But but one of the things I did pick up is uh, from Homestead Beer Company, located out of Heath, Ohio. Homestead Beer Company, and I have their Sun Kissed Wheat. Since our last episode, the weather has gotten warmer and it's, it's been it's been sunnier, and and I've and I have been able to actually venture out of my hobbit hole a little more often, and and. I don't know, maybe just this will be a kiss of spring, early summer, and just, um, I don't know, maybe that'll help me get over just feeling so sad. I, I hope so. Yeah, so let me, let me open. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There it is. Here's okay. the, here's the well, one last Hobbit goblet, good buddy. One last one. Bottoms up. Hmm. And this is pretty good. This is a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how's how's that uh, Mexican style lager was it you said? I, I assume it's a lager. I always figure that American Mexican beers are supposed to be lagers or something, right? Yeah, or at the very least, if it if it is a little funky, don't don't be too surprised when yeah maybe an American brewing company tries to make a Mexican style beer. But I, it, I don't know. it's actually really solid. It's light. There's a nice aftertaste. Oh, well, good. I'm good. Oh, man, that at least what that. You know what? You're right, Josh. Show tradition is good for our hearts. And mm-hmm. yeah, well, well, and think about think about all the places where we have been, all the all the memories we've had, the the moments we've shared, and um, yeah, like I I just couldn't help but notice. But as we were packing up the last couple boxes, that we, I don't, I, I think we both kind of found some little knickknacks and odds and ends, and maybe it might be nice to just talk about those specific things and. You know, sort of process, because because this is a grieving thing. We're, yeah. we're we're getting evicted. We're getting kicked out of our hobbit holes. We don't know if we can even do the 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 two hobbits podcast anymore. And so let's just let's just share in this grief together and um, talk about talk about the good old days, I guess. As we are, so here we are in our hobbit holes, packing up, and well, I guess the first thing that we ought to do, or you know, one thing I like, I, I have a hard time with when I move is I forget how much stuff I've accrued over the years. Mm-hmm. And we have these kind of like random labeled boxes and stuff with stuff in them. And I kind of like to, un- I don't know, there's sometimes you find a box and it's like, did I unpack this when I moved in? Or is this still, pa-? you know, do you know what I mean? Like there's always yeah, a couple or... mystery boxes and well, mm-hmm. yeah, you forget to label it and you think this goes into the bedroom, but it's actually your flatware for the, for the kitchen. Yeah. 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 So, so maybe that would be a good idea. We, we kind of, because I see we have eight boxes here. Maybe we just kind of peek in them one more time and make sure that they're labeled correctly and all that. Yeah. Here's, here's just the one closest to us. Let's, let's go ahead and open it up. And, um... Yeah, pop her open. What's in there? What's in the box? <laughs> uh, <laughs> only make that joke six more times. Yeah, six, yeah. Well, Jonesy, uh, this, is, this is actually the box of all the things that we had from our, uh, from our episode on Yokai. Oh, um, yokai! What a fun that time! That was such a good, yeah. That was such a good one. Um, I don't know. What, were there any kind of special memories from that episode that kind of jumped out at you, and you wanted wanted to share with our with our listeners here? Um, I, I the one I remember fondly was the uh, yeah. Um, my favorite one here, Joshua, is this um, spec script that you and I immediately wrote after recording the Borod Boroton horror movie, a live action movie of Boru Boroton stalking its its uh, owner as of, as prey throughout the city so there's like a scene of him like running down the street and here's this futon like box yeah you know like kind of just box running clang, 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 clang. side. 
he's sitting there drinking, and he looks across the street, and he doesn't see anything. But then, at, at the at the table across from him, bam! There's Boru Borotan in a trench coat yeah. with, and a fedora, and he lowers the newspaper somehow, <laughs> and the upper side of the mattress turns to look at him. Takes and, it outside the house and like leans it up against a tree for the trash <laughs> trash collectors to come. The like garbage men wrestle with it and throw it in the back, but then it like reappears on his doorstop the next day. He's like, "Wait, how did what? Oh no, the futon fell over and it smothered the dog." And so, so yeah, like he has like the fight where like he has to maybe get some box cutters and like rip out all the like bean bat, or, yeah, all the like foam foam beans in there, and it just like slowly deflates. Yeah, that. Oh man, I I I still think that would make that would make a swell movie. You know, you know, like somebody somebody call up. Call up Tarantino, call up M Night Shyamalan. I I don't know. We could we we can make this happen. We can absolutely or screw those Hollywood types. Maybe we'll turn this into our own stage play. We'll just we'll we'll direct it for the stage and have it and have it to be something to experience live and <laughs> the mattress of death. I I loved Boru Borotan. <laughs> Listeners, that was the living futon yokai. Yes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, such fun. Yeah, well, and, and the idea that sort of the epilogue of the movie is the couple has a kid and it's his first birthday and they and they and the guy like <laughs> repurposed the the lining into a beanbag chair or something it gets cake or pop spilled on it <laughs> it starts all over it starts yeah the, oh. the cycle starts again <laughs> the cycle of boroboroton <laughs> It's a generational, generational thread. Oh, that was, that was a good episode. Well, and I, the, the moment that I always kind of get a kick out of too is, um, was the, was the one yokai that was just a giant head that would fall on, <laughs> fall on unsuspecting passersby in the forest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we were talking about like, well, maybe then you can get the umbrella yokai and, Hold that above yourself, and then you kind of have an Im- impromptu yokai Pokemon battle. And, uh... That was also one of my favorite moments, yeah. if for no other reason, because of your little Pokemon noises. Tasa Obake, I choose you, and like this little thing comes out and goes. And who knows? Maybe we'll find out if falling head type is super effective against umbrella type, or or can score, or has a higher chance to score a critical hit or something. Yeah. <laughs> Also, sidebar plug for our... Because it's still happening. They can take our Hobbit Hole, but they can't take our Game Boys. So Joshua and I are still playing Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Follow us on Twitter. Get updates as as we write romantic letters about our Pokemon adventures across all the uh, lowland islands. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's about good for for the Yokai box. And and again, we'll we'll take it back up. We can tape this one up. Yeah, t- tape it back up. Make sure that it's labeled properly, and then we can. Um, and then yeah, we'll we'll just kind of move that one over to the side. Um, what's that next one over by you there, Jonesy? Uh, the next one I've got is Underground Houses. Do you remember this one at all? I yes. know this. Yeah. I, I remember this was one that you sort of took the helm on. Yeah, and that's a, and, and it was. I uh, we had that was really good. I I remember in particular the idea, the idea of. Um, this one, this one gentleman in New Zealand who took part of a submarine and then turned that into an underground. Ho- that was oh, I that just seemed an too, affront, Joshua. an affront to whatever you found holy. We're adamant that this not happen. I believe there's an order to things. 
Submarines go in underwater, or they don't go at all. Damn it. Right. <laughs> and you can't have an above sea level in dirt submarine. It's not It's not okay. Yeah. Shame on not... you. Yeah. Oh, and, and hey, look at, oh man, look at this. It's What's even, up? It's even one of those little uh, Vault Boy bobbleheads. Oh. And I remember specifically, like we went, we had to get out and buy one of these because we were, we were, the the, the whole ongoing joke we had about moving these giant, um, <laughs> you know, twenty ton doors on abandoned missile silos. Pizza's here. Okay, prepare opening. <laughs> hey, where's my ranch? Oh, I left at the store. Well, you better go back yeah. and get it. Go back and get it. Yeah. Oh, Han, thanks for. Getting those groceries real quick. Oh, did you, did you forget the eggs? <sighs> did, did you leave the McDonald's on top of the car? Son of a bitch! <laughs> Where's the dog? Yeah, I was just gonna say. Oh, I I think the dog needs to go outside again. So it's just like kind of pawing at this 27 ton door. <laughs> but you can still hear it outside. Just, uh, <laughs> I just let you out. <laughs> because you can live in an abandoned missile silo and we... That was another one. Oh, man. Did, did you have any kind of other memories that, that kind of came to mind about well, you know uh, the one that, homes? Yeah, I have one more that kind of touched my heart. And it was when we were talking about that one up in Maine. That missile bunker up in Maine, and oh, it yeah. had, the had the orchard, and we and we were kind of mad at tiny houses, and we were kind of trying to flip it around. But we had we had joked about you know we could just be two hobbits up in Maine. I you know I still say we just pull that trigger, buddy. But with your credit and mine combined, yeah, we got to be like at a solid one thousand, I bet, or better, maybe. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if if we are getting kicked out of one hobbit hole, then. I'm actually glad in hindsight that uh, that we did devote a full episode to that because now we have all these all these choices that uh, we could we could either try to wall off a cave or yeah make a make a tiny home or like find a shipping container like maybe if things are really hard up we'll have to settle for the shipping container thing but uh, but yeah that that's just a wealth of information that we can use to try and find our our next uh, domicile yeah I, we, if nothing else we got resources you know we have yeah we got. We got some leads. We got some leads there. One thing I did notice as we're doing this is in the early episodes of Two Hobbits, we just kept predicting ourselves. In episode one, we predicted our gardening episode. In episode two, underground houses, we predicted caves. In episode one and two and three and four, we predicted the Pokemon episode. It's yeah. weird how flat the circle of time is. That that was a really good episode. and um... I also want to point out, Joshua, mm-hmm. um, just... You know, for the record, I was sick as I was. A, I was real down with the sickness that week. That's right. Ooh, uh, uh, uh. I am not drunk. I am strung out on cold medicine. Yeah, I don't know why it matters so much to me, now. but I was listening back to it, and oh god, it wasn't as bad as that. I think that more than anything just made the allure of a comfy, warm hobbit hole that much more. Where you could just get a huge fire going, wrap it with some blankets. And like I just like spoon feed you soup, and we just yeah we just do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have never in my life been spoon fed soup, and I kind of want to be. 
well, yeah, I, I think, you know, with that being said, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll tape up the Hobbit hole box and, and, and get that labeled. And, oh man, this is, this is a, this is an extra large one coming up next. I think, I think we're going to have to spend some time going through this one. I, and oh, I yeah? don't even know, I don't even know what's in it, but, but gosh, it smells good. Whatever's in there, it smells real. Oh, this, well, yeah, because this is our food episode. Oh, the episode food episode. About, well, no wonder it's both savory and salty and sweet and uh, umami, all that. Yeah, no wonder it, it was so fragrant. It's, oh, man, that was a really good one. Wasn't that also like one of our longest ones, too? Yeah, it was like two hour, two and a half hours. <laughs> I think I shaved it down to like shy of two hours. It was... <laughs> There was a there was a bit of time in the old editing booth, as it were, because uh, true true to Hobbit form as we are, like we get we get horned up for food, and we could talk clearly for hours and hours about food. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where to where to even start? No wonder this is a big box. There, there's a lot. Oh, excuse me. There's a lot to go through. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, is there anything that you kind of want to start with with this food episode or? There's a couple things that really stand out to me. Number one, it was just such a fun, I don't want to say, it was such a fun, like, bipolar episode because I, yeah. not bipolar, that's the wrong word. To, what's the word I'm looking for, Joshua? Um, polarized? Di- Pol- polarizing? polarizing? Well, no, because we were already both at either end of the spectrum. Hmm. So I guess uh, I'll just say bipolar because we were both either one under the other. I had just consumed one pizza and was about to get second pizza, and you had just been slided pizza. That's right. And jalapeno poppers. <laughs> and jalapeno poppers. That's and right. And you were so bummed out, and I was so pizza drunk and pretty much <laughs> beer drunk too. Right. That because I was just I, I was drinking that. that wonderful beer that I'd gotten from Three Barrel Brewing after eating my three barrel pizza not a, not half an hour before we recorded, and then my Mrs. Hobbit was gonna bring me a pizza, and you got you admittedly good split pea soup, but yes, nah. it, w- it was very delicious. it was no pizza. And, well, and then this was this is maybe a, a secret to the listeners, but um, yeah, the following day, gosh darn it. The Mrs. Hobbit and I did get pizza, and I texted you a picture of it. Be like, it was redemption, <laughs> pizza redemption. Oh man, I was I was super sad about that. <laughs> Actually, here's another kind of speaking of jalapeno poppers. Here's a little fun story that yeah. that that wasn't that wasn't part of the episode, but again. Because we're hobbits, I can talk about food always. So a couple of days ago, the Mrs. Hobbit and I uh, got a little stir crazy and we decided to kind of indulge a little bit and we went out to eat. And there's an establishment here in Columbus called a Smokehouse Brewery. Okay. And um, they also do barbecue. They have a bunch of barbecue. So we go over there to eat and we get a couple beers and put our food order in. And we don't always start with an appetizer, but sometimes it's kind of fun. And the Mrs. Hobbit saw this one appetizer, and I forget the exact name, but it was essentially jalapeno popper Russian roulette. Oh, God. And you would, your order included six jalapeno poppers, and one of them had a ghost pepper chili tucked inside. 
huh. and you didn't know which one it was. And so we like made a little game where I took one and she took, again, like doing the Russian roulette proper with these jalapeno poppers. And I ate my first one and I was like waiting it out 20, 30 seconds. I was like, okay, I think I'm clear. I'm good. Mrs. Hobbit grabbed her first one. She took a tentative little nibble. Again, waited like 20, 30 seconds. Like, okay, good. And then she <laughs> kept going. And she and she got it on her very first one. Mm. <laughs> she got the ghost pepper. No. And so I immediately got out my cell phone and took a video. And <laughs> it's it's truly the most adorable thing. <laughs> it's super sweet. It's super cute. It's just like because because she she keeps saying over and over, I thought I was okay. I thought I was okay. She's <laughs> Going to town on the celery sticks and the ranch dressing to try and quench quench the fire that's burning. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> and so she was really let down because her very first one, she picked it. And she really wanted me to get the ghost pepper super spicy one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a brilliant idea. I don't know if they if, if this restaurant came up with it first. I'm, I'm sure other places have. But I think that's a brilliant idea. And more people need to do that. <laughs> that's I really like that and I'm also thinking of now um like not a Russian roulette style but like a mystery style popper and it's like ooh one of these has Italian sausage and one ooh. of them has just bacon in it I don't know I guess just yeah, a popper I just guess a pop try it again a oh my god a pop I want to say poplar so fucking bad <laughs> well we can get poplars too we can find that <laughs> Find some shrimp that tastes really yummy, but then grow up to be sapient beings. I was going to say Omicron all shrimp are really yummy, but... Yeah. <laughs> um. No, it's like a sampler of, of poppers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, with, with different things. Yeah, like the like mix, like mixed chocolates or like box of chocolates with different fillings and stuff. But also, Jonesy, I do want to give you credit because shrimp, I also remember, feature very prominently in our food episode. Because <laughs> yes, we did... Do. Because we did the all-you-can-eat shrimp at Red Lobster once and got kicked out. <laughs> it was you, me, John, Jacob, and my brother Dan, and we hit Red Lobster in Pueblo. You remember that? Oh, my God. I do remember that. You remember we hit them for their <laughs> unlimited shrimp, and then they asked us to leave after an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? that it was, was like, a, hey, can I just have a pound a of these lunch. coconut shrimp? Yeah. That was a great. Yeah, yeah that's when... fine. <laughs> I'm proud of us, man. I'm proud of us. Damn. <laughs> okay, but anyway. Anyway, we're getting distracted by food. Surprise, surprise. Um, no, what, it's, what other... it, I, it'll, it'll happen. It's, it's bound to happen. Mm. Yeah. I, I have a fun note for this one. Yes, let's hear um, it. Yeah, I got a text message from my boss that like two days after we dropped it. And he was losing his mind over your uh, pizza place with the wing yeah. deal. Hound he dogs. was so excited good... for that, yeah. And that well, just kind of and... made me feel good because oh, he he like texted me to tell me how excited he was about the pizza deal. Not that he liked the show or anything, but oh man, that pizza <laughs> deal really got him going. Well, and I think I think they um, now things have improved to the point. I think they are now allowing limited in person dining. So who knows? Maybe maybe the dream that I'll get to um capitalize on that twenty dollar 
large two-topping pizza and pitcher of beer uh, uh, combo. Maybe maybe I'll get to do that at least one more time. From <laughs> so uh, so so yes yeah yeah yeah. Um, oh man, just ah, there's so many so many good. But you know, speaking of all that, you, you're talking about the landlocked state and everything. And we we did talk a lot in that episode too about the glory of getting seafood in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Boston, and th- for for nothing else, Boston. Thank you for giving us Bill Burr because I know that he featured pretty pretty memorably in that episode. I know he doesn't listen, but I hope he hears that. Song. We need some Bill Burr energy, not this like moping around. We need some Bill Burr like, ah, come on, just get over yourself. Get out of here. <laughs> How awesome would it be to have Bill Burr as like, yeah, like your life coach or like your like hype man, just like walk around the whole time like, yeah, dude, you got it. You're the man. You got this. <laughs> just like that. That's right, Bill Burr. I do have this. Why the hell are you, you like, so sad? What have you got to be sad about? Shut the hell up, you pussy. Yeah. You're right. I am being an You're asshole. Right. I'm sorry, Bill Burr. Yeah. yeah, I'll get and, after it. And and then you just like fold them back up and put them in your like front shirt pocket, and then off you go. I will. I will. I don't. I don't know if he's on Twitter, but I'll add him on Twitter just to <laughs> say like, Bill Burr, we love you. Please, please say hi to us. Please retweet <laughs> so we can get famous. <laughs> Two was response he won at Twitter. Two was probably got go. Um, Oh but yeah, and wait, look at this. It's a, it's a, it looks like a weird Yelp review on a coaster. Huh. Well, Jonesy, what does it say? I took it's the road like... down the waterfront street, that venerable waterfront street. Then that venerable street <laughs> forked, and it forked maliciously into foreign and dark and evil territory with slatternly Italians. Ooh, what horrors! <laughs> and then I saw them, and I got so scared I pooped my pants. And I pooped my <laughs> pants against the awesome power of the night and the unknowable chaos. Ooh. Proto Bilbers saying like, "Hey, Lovecraft, what are you doing here again? You moon-faced prick, get out of here!" Two Hobbits podcast is brought to you in part by Jackie O's Raz Wheat Wheat Ale with Raspberries. Yes, that's right, Jackie O's sustainably crafted with purpose, razzed with real raspberries from Athens, Ohio. Okay, this is all right. This is all right. Two Hobbits podcast is also brought to you by Colorado Native IPA. It tastes like an IPA. Just go drink it. It's beer. Colorado Native IPA. Ah oh, man, but I don't know. Sometimes Boston is weird. There's a, let's not go, let's not go back to Boston there. Gosh, yeah, so maybe. Yeah, it's such a silly place. Yeah, it is a silly place. Well, and I know that this was, like I was saying, I know this was one of our longer or longest uh, episodes to date, but I think in no small part because we went through like a full day, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, even dessert a little bit, even though I, yeah. I know that you're you're not exactly like the, the biggest dessert guy. Um, there's just so many, so many things that I could say about food. But but if if any one of those meals that we talked about um, what, what, maybe there's one that you're really craving right now or something that sounds really good. I mean, don't get me started, but to get it, me it started, is. it's just, it's just, it's just too hard to pick any one thing. And you do, you need, 
You need four meals a day to like just have all the delicious things. You know what? We didn't cover this in the episode, but I think it's apropos right now because we're moving. Mm-hmm. And what is the most quintessential moving food? Let's pizza, Joshua. What's yeah, on your pizza, pizza right now? Ooh, what's on my pizza? So I've putting you on the I've spot. Kind of, yeah, I've I've kind of been on a um, on a white pizza kick. So like Ooh, like kind of a creamy yeah. Alfredo garlicky thing. And um, there's one here. What does it all have? Um, yeah, like it, it's a white sauce and it's um, chicken, bacon, spinach, and goat cheese. Okay. And it is like, because of course, like goat cheese is like really funky and, and tangy on top mm-hmm. of a white sauce. And yeah, it's just, it's just really good. It's really good. And because it also has all of that blended stuff. There's the kind of funky, creamy, uh, tangy from the goat cheese and the white sauce. And then you have the salty and savory from the bacon and the chicken. And then like just the like slightest bit of bitterness from the spinach. It's just a really nice kind of overall pairing of all the, or, or composition of all these, uh, uh, different flavors there. So yeah. 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 What kind of crust you rocking? I, I typically go for sort of regular hand tossed. Um, every, every once in a while I can get down on thin crust or crispy or whatever, but no, like I, I need, but, but definitely I, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of like deep dish or pan pizza. I, because, because okay. I do like bread. I do like bready things, but that's too much. That's that's too much compared to like having a little bit of sauce and like toppings and cheese or whatever. But I will you? on the last ever two hobbits podcast. I will call out Chicago style pizza. You are garbage. garbage. Stop what you're doing. Sort Stop. yourself out. You are not pizza. You're a bad tomato. You're a bad lasagna. You're an yeah, overcooked it's... and wrong lasagna is what you are. Feel it's, bad it's... about yourself. A garnish of cheese does not a pizza make. Yeah, Ugh. it's like a it, it's like a thick tomato soup in a bread bowl. That's what it is. Anyway, no, my my my. If I could make any pizza right now, it would be the. I guess you'd call it the the barnyard, cause boy, I just want everything on there. I want some chicken. I want some bacon. I want some pork belly, which is different from bacon. I want some spicy Italian sausage made from the same pig. I'm not picky, <laughs> but if you want to cut in some of the sheep, okay, that's cool too. Um, I want at least two or three kinds of cheeses, including but not limited to provolone, mozzarella. Oh, what was the third one? Cheddar is good in light doses. Oh yeah, uh, pepperoni obviously because you know we're not idiots here. Ham obviously yeah. because we're not idiots here. Did I say chicken? Because definitely chicken. Definitely chicken. Yep. And then to offset it, I want pineapple on half because I absolutely love pineapple on pizza. I I can I can get behind pineapple on pizza. Maybe not every single time. Maybe not every single application. But I am. If I have to like pick a side, I am team pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Here 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 here. You're here, and all of you haters, haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Cause, cause, yeah, like it, it's, it's like, um, yeah, like of all of the other goofy things that we put on pizza, like why, why draw this arbitrary line around pineapple? Like, really, you're gonna put, uh, um, like, like, like shrimp. You're gonna put shrimp on a pizza, and that's fine. But then you're gonna say like, wait, pineapple? Time out, Joseph. Like, no, I, get, get over I, yourself. I have had, and I, I don't know where I had it. I cannot remember, but they did shrimp. They did a 
corn-based salsa that was mildly spicy but not overpowering. Okay. And then, like, red onions. Mm-hmm. And something else really screwed up. It was gross as hell. But it was one of the best pizzas I've ever had. See, and that's just, like, so, so yeah, like, go wild and put things on there. And don't just exclude pineapple because you have some weird psychological hang-up. Or you just want to impress your friends. Like, Pizza okay. Tadena. Yeah, pizza, pizza Tadena. Many and wondrous are the toppings on a pizza. And none more wonderful than pineapple. Except for pepperoni. Except for bacon. Okay, yeah. Except whatever. for bacon. Yeah, true. No, <laughs> honestly, like, my go-to for the longest time was, um, yeah, the Domino's uh, 555 deal. And, oh, and, buddy. And at least one of them had to be uh, green chilies and bacon. Like, that's just a solid, that's a solid combo. <laughs> so, yes, bacon, bacon Tadena. <laughs> Bacon today, yeah, that's <laughs> nailed right, it. Well, yeah. Nothing well, more to be said about that box. It's, it's right. I, I, I was just about to say, like Jonesy, like I like if we keep at it, we're gonna have to go buy another box and put new food things in. So I think for the sake of both of us, for the sake of our listeners, we we have to force ourselves to like lean our body weight on this box and tape it up and label it and carried outside because otherwise we could just we could spend all day talking about food and the eviction notice says midnight and so we gotta go we gotta go gotta we gotta get after it okay <laughs> well and then speaking of just moving right along here we have uh, another box uh opening it up here <gasps> this is oh man th- this is honestly one of my favorite boxes this was unicorns this is the unicorn oh episode. unicorns did you like the unicorn episode? I gotta ask you. It may not be my absolute favorite, but it's definitely top five. It's definitely top five. I really liked okay. it in the York. I really liked it. And I think specifically one of my <laughs> one of my favorite bits is um we were talking about Carl Linnaeus going around and classifying all these animals, and because he was Swedish, we made him the Swedish chef. <laughs> he's discovering the rhinoceros unicorn there in India. A friendly food, a coral in the wilderness. A friendly expedition in India. Fishy food. Look at, look at. Rhinoceros. Ooh. Rhinoceros. Unicorn. <laughs> Wasn't that also that was also the episode that we did Aurochs 2.0, right? With like Caveman Steve Jobs. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> we know you excited about Aurochs 1.0. But wait till we unveil Aurochs 2.0. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, and that was an episode that you kind of like spearheaded, right? What that that was one that you sort of sort of a uh, yeah. It was a reaction to um, food because we just again we're two hobbits. I try to not swear too much, and holy crap, dude, did we just swear our asses off? Here I go again. But yeah. boy, did we just do it in that in, in, in um in food? Yeah, we we and, did and get suddenly a little carried we, away. We were a little too horned up mm-hmm. for I guess you could call it mayhem. I don't know. 
And yeah, I was like, let's like shift, that. let's 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 downshift a bit. Let's find the softest thing in the world to talk about. Ah, cool, we'll do unicorns. Yeah. And then it, yeah. it devolved into madness and it was like the one buff one that could jump off a cliff and land on its head yeah. and be cool. I was super proud of how well that uh the editing on the sound cues came out on that. Not to toot my own horn, but you here did. I will. I, there was I, the bit about fighting the unicorn and I the the music that I had stolen, not gonna give the source for it, but whatever the music that I had stolen synced up perfectly with the dude screaming and it's like it will take many men and some dude screams. <laughs> like I was I, real proud of that and I I don't know well, if it was good or bad though, because it was such a weird topic. Well, it was a weird topic and I, I think you're right, it's like we kind of feeling the need to like correct like like course correct but and maybe even like an overcorrection but i also want to say that yeah it was it was it was around this episode that you you really leaned into the editing and the adding extra sound effects and underscoring and music and and, and yeah like there was this started a string of like just like choice just grade a choice Aww. editing choices so so good on you jonesy because because thanks this is buddy this is great. <laughs> right on, man. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. Swedish Swedish Chef was a fun bit. Um I don't know. I liked I I kinda liked unicorns. Maybe I was unduly mean to Harry Potter, but yeah. Yeah, it is admittedly, like it is kinda it's kinda low hanging fruit. It's easy pickings to to hate on Harry Potter in twenty twenty one. But um but yeah. Yes, although I, that that was a pretty good joke about like no the unicorn just happened to die by this pool of mercury this <laughs> naturally occurring mer- mercury spring. <laughs> that was a pretty good joke. It was all right. Yeah, we do we do well for ourselves. Yeah, we we do all right. Well, and and I also the other thing that I that I like about that is um this this is one of the times where I was really able to Greek out again. And talk about Pegasus, how, how oh, yeah. we got Pegasus and uh, the slaying of Medusa. And, and some of these, not conflicting accounts, but like different variations of the story, whether or not it was like just like jumped out of Medusa's body or her or her blood mixed with uh, the water of this spring. And that's where it came from. Because that, that is a fun thing. That's a fun thing to kind of bring these different stories together. And, and I think even as we talked about in that episode, like... Oh, that's how you heard that story? Because I heard it this way. And it is. It's a fun yeah. way to, yeah, kind of compare notes. Um, yeah. Yeah. For the record, though, I do I do want to just really quick. I don't ever, I'm not ever questioning your pronunciation on stuff. Because I know that you've got it more than I do. Mm-hmm. But I just want to make sure. The, the the one that I keep thinking about was uh, Hesiod to Hesiod to Hesiod. Oh, or, Yeah. That was one that stuck out to me because I wasn't trying to be a jerk. It was just I want to make sure that I'm kind of got the same points of reference as you. Like, right? I in know. all things, I'm never trying to step on any toes. And no, as two hobbits, we have big enough toes. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I will never ever take umbrage, take offense, uh, feel slighted, have feel like my feet have been trodden upon. No, man, because we're all. We're two hobbits. We're figuring this out, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, no, totally cool. good. Totally good. And I think with that, we can also, yeah, close close this box up, tape it up, label it, and uh, send it out the door, ready to, I th- ready to go. I, I think it's ready for the movers. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Two Hobbits podcast is brought to you in part by Colorado Native Mountain Pass Pills. Kind of tastes like the other two. It's passable. <laughs> That's really good. Two Hobbits podcast is also brought to you by Seven Sun Brewing Company's Rolled Up Wheat Ale with Guava and Lime as a part of the Field Ration Series. Gah. <laughs> That's really weird. That's really weird. <laughs> and now back to Two Hobbits. Alrighty, well, you know what, Jonesy, we are making progress, and um, actually when... When we were taking that little break, um, I actually double-checked in the back room, and yeah. I'm glad I did because there was another box in there. So I so I, I would hate to imagine what was in that box and would have left it because uh, oh. maybe, maybe it was something that we really needed. But but here it is. Let's, let's just uh, crack this open and see what's inside. And oh, I would have been super sad if we left this. This is the gardening episode. Oh, gardening. I... Oh my god, the gardening episode. That's like our best one we've done, Joshua. I I, I think I don't I know. I would have felt like a like a real fool of a took if I left this box in the back room. So I'm glad I double checked cuz I don't know how often you've moved, but that's one of the big fears, right? Like you always just have this gut feeling like did I forget something? Did I leave something behind? Did I did I do everything? So I'm really glad that I gave everything just one more look. Because uh, this would have been a real shame. This would have been a real shame not to have. Oh, absolutely. Well, so this is also one that you kind of kind of took the lead on there, Jonesy. So so I don't know, like memorable moments or uh, funny bits or um, emotional bits. I would, yeah, I don't know. What what do you remember from this episode? I mean, my my first one, and this is just a note that resonates with me. But Joshua, you were just precious, and I don't know why you're so damn precious, but you were. <laughs> long yeah 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 they're out there awkward and... weird its tongue swells up when it talks to other trees <laughs> especially if the lady tree persuasion yes if it's like me and i know i am you know mm. whatever well and also kind of lovable and adorable in its gangliness and like oh you poor thing look at you oh <laughs> honey yeah i guess <laughs> oh. there i go again <laughs> there you go again um but also the, the the one thing that stood one thing that stood out to me is boy do I hate creationists and I still do and nothing will change that but man it gave us one of my favorite bits here on the Two Hobbits podcast and that was our little fly trap sensitive uh, fly trap sensitive <laughs> is the greatest rapper name ever fly trap sensitive is the greatest sp- space mutiny fly trap sensitive fly trap sensitive I put my creationist theory on fly trap sensitive. Yo, what up? What up? What up? Fly trap sensitive in the in the mid Atlantic marsh region. Coming out of Raleigh. What? What? Who got some flies? I am so proud yeah. of us, and I don't know why I'm so proud of us sometimes. But yeah, well, I was so proud of that well, one. Not to get too controversial, not to provide too hot of a take, but but it is. It's like. A person can absolutely revel in the true majesty and wonder and awe that is nature and is the natural world and life in all of its amazing and incredible forms. You can do all that, doing all the gymnastics and bending over backwards to fit into, yeah, this, 
like a young earth creationist or an old earth creationist like like you don't that, that's not necessary you can you, you can you can marvel at this incredible thing that is a venus flytrap or a pitcher plant or whatever you you can do all that without mm-hmm. all the extra hula hooping to like dodge facts <laughs> And that was one thing that I really, I because really wanted to impart with this episode is one thing is like, God, we have science. Mm-hmm. Just take science and enjoy it. Because even the one, even the guy that was given his lecture yeah, is like, a, I, I legit, did credit him. Yeah. He is a botanist. Yes, he's a legit. He knows what exactly. he's about. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But then he takes what he's about and just misconstrues mm-hmm. it to fit his own meaning and purpose. And that's not yeah, cool. Man. That's which I guess is sort of like a general slam against against christians in america i i mean well or or at, we can cite deuteronomy but you know we also eat shellfish and yeah. uh, or at least the people mix fibers and cut our sideburns like yeah, yeah or or at least the people who kind of go down go down that that route too but um but but like i said don't want to don't want to get into too many hot takes here because we really are coming up on that uh on that uh eviction deadline here but um but um I, I don't know the the other kind of memorable moments that that I had from this gardening episode was I was talking about the Mrs. Hobbit and and I going to the Franklin Conservatory because because we were we were cooped up it was still pretty dead of winter time and it was it was just really nice to go to a place that was yeah just 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 warm and humid it had this variety of plant life going on it was our own not so secret garden. I guess, and and it is. I think, okay. and, and I think that's also one of the. I think that is one of the joys and the true pleasures of gardening, both like making a garden yourself or just having a garden space. Like it's a place to walk around, to ruminate on things, to to read a book and have a nice beverage and just enjoy being outside. And we need we need more gardens. We need more gardens. We need more gardens. <laughs> And I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up my new ever-present horror and terror and fear and dread of our new mushroom <laughs> overlords. That that ship has sailed. That mushroomy, fungusy ship. That's that sailed long before humans were around. There were already yeah. There were which I and, and I forget if we even got into the specifics of this episode. But there's but there's even like a species of ant that does its own agriculture and it like grows its own mushroom gardens but yeah. couldn't you just say that no the mushrooms want them to do that the the mushrooms somehow enter this symbiotic or maybe like not quite so parasitic relationship where they convince these ants over generations and generations to like cultivate and grow them and so so it's not just us humans. It's not just us humans who are captured by the allure of the mushroom. No, like every everything is. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's over. It's done. It's listen to the episode, guys. It's probably one of our best. Yes, one we screwed up with royally, and I even owned up to that. And no, I sh- we should have just done a straight mushroom episode because. We talked about food being our longest. I think maybe this it's, one was yeah, our longest. Yeah, it's also up there to end. Who knows? Maybe the um, like pervasive microscopic mushrooms that are in our brains, that are in yours and my brain right now, maybe they're they're slowly like putting some feelers out there like, no, do a follow-up episode on mushrooms and say that mushrooms are your friends and you don't have to be afraid of them. 
Trust in the mushroom. Mushroom is life. Mushroom is love. Yeah. Yeah, either in, in for a dollar, in for a dime. If you're going to get wet, you might as well go swimming. If mushrooms already surround us and perhaps even control our very lives, just, just, just lay over and let them do it. Let them run wild and just own that. Or start up a mushroom resistance force. I don't know. Knots <laughs> over. No, we're, that's we're, no they'll that's kill it. us. The, they, right. will, they will squish that resistance force. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll hail the mushroom no. overlords. I also... Uh, May their mycelium feelers touch and yeah, probe Yeah, touch and probe uh, and be warm and gushy. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but under 98.6 degrees. True, true, true. true. Under important, that very important, important point, yes. I also, uh, uh, one other quick memory from this episode was talking about this mythical tree in... Ooh, scar, sorry. Blech. Yeah, this, this uh, wheat ale with guava and lime, it's, it's, a, it's a doozy. Okay, anyway, sorry. Is it, is it it's, rough? Well, because... Well, um, Seventh Sun was also that same place that made all my hard seltzers, and so oh, it's yeah. weird. Like with oh, yeah. the guava and lime, it kind of tastes like a hard seltzer, but also very, again, like yeasty because mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms are everywhere. Um, it, but yeah, but um, but but also, you're burping out micro yeah, colonies. Just, it's as just we perpetuating. Speak. It's just perpetuating. Um, but uh, but the the other kind of fun fun little memory I had from the gardening episode was uh, um, talking about the tree there in Valhalla that uh, the that the goat would eat and would produce never-ending mead from its udders. Um, oh my God, I love yeah. that goat. And, and again, like, yeah, if, 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 if the situation, if the stars aligned just right where I could, um, you know, like get a, get a sprout from that tree and get that same goat to like come hang out in my backyard and give me um, perpetual mead. That would man, that'd be living on Easy Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wouldn't be living on Easy. I'd be living on Diogenes yeah. Street in a barrel because I got a goat that makes me mead. <laughs> yeah. And the other best thing about that is. Uh, one of the well-known anecdotes of Diogenes was one day he saw a young boy drinking water out of his cupped hands. And Diogenes was so inspired that he took his kind of drinking cup, his like little bowl, and he smashed it. And he said, look at this little kid. Like this kid's got it figured out. He, he doesn't need a bowl. He doesn't need a cup. He'll just drink out of, out of his hands. And so, yeah, if you have a goat that produces mead like you don't even need a cup for it you're not going to waste any it's it's you you can't waste something that's infinite and so yeah he would he would know how to make use of a goat that produced mead everlasting (laughs) that's a really weird point you can't waste something that's infinite. exactly man it is it is it is sorry i i I know that we that we as mere uh meek and mild hobbits don't often venture into the philosophical but yeah it's it kind of is you can't waste something that's infinite huh oh yeah like 
Huh. Almost by definition. <laughs> Almost by definition. Yeah. Mm. No. It's all right. Man, this movie experience is getting <laughs> it's just getting better. I don't it's rough, well, but I but God, it's kind of nice. This is why I want to do this because we are depressed. Yeah, and, and well, and, but, and maybe I did. Uh, I don't know if I kind of put you back into that space, but 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 it is like I remember the times that, for 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 instance, um, just a quick moving story: moving from Colorado all the way over here to the Midwest for for grad school to start grad school. It is. It is. It is that grieving process, and you think about the memories that you made in your soon-to-be former house and the friends you had over and you're going to this new place and it's kind of scary you don't know what it's going to be like and kind of like I, what i was saying before you're, you're freaked out about maybe you forgot something or you left the oven on or something but now you're in a moving van in the next state over um but but it is it, it is it is something that can kind of bring up some some pretty pretty deep memories and emotion i'm glad we're getting to do this right. you know it's it's, it's yeah. good for us it's healthy well and and yeah. maybe we can maybe we can close off the the gardening box here and again i'm super glad that i found this and i i, I kind of get the sense that yeah maybe our spirits are a little low a little down and i i think i have a pretty good guess at what is in this next box um and it's maybe even the the balm to heal all wounds the salve to heal all souls. And I think what's in this box. Mushrooms. Well, that, that too. <laughs> I think that too. And um, the contents of this next box, which was music and singing. This was our music episode. Um, and this was one that I, I also kind of um, took lead on, took point on. I also like that this was our longest intro. <laughs> it took us... At thirty-one whopping yeah, minutes, I believe half an hour to to start the episode proper. Just, but to be fair, because I did want to explore your and my uh, respective relationships with music, with singing, because I knew that we had those. Yes. I knew that we both were in band. I knew that we sang. I knew we were in musical theater, and I wanted to give us to give us some space. Not exactly to brag, maybe to humble brag, but to just to kind of like own up to like, yeah, I, I, I can sing, and I'm a pretty damn good singer for not being trained or whatever. Yeah, we do yeah, all right. We do, we do all right. We do all right. Um, and then I'll, and then after that, after that <laughs> gargantuan intro, yeah, just finding little oddities about singing and song, and 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 I also I also got to lean into my. Uh, kind of Greek mythology, Greek literature, which this produced. And I know we kind of like talked about it and we said that we'd come back to it and I hope we will someday. But one of my favorite moments, not just from this episode, but maybe from all of our uh, Two Hobbits episodes was the Charlie Daniels take on the on Jason <laughs> and the Argonauts and the battle between the Sirens and Orpheus. Because that was such a good... And I... I offered up um, one of the uh, rhymes as Hamartia, and I was struggling, struggling, and then you just came right back in with Peripatia, which is so brilliant. <laughs> Even a blind squirrel will find a nut. <laughs> but don't you dis discount yourself there, because because no, it, it made it made and, and and yeah, maybe one day, one day, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, 
we can come back around and, and, and finish writing that song because that is going to be a ballad for the ages to, <laughs> to talk about oh, yeah. Orpheus um, doing this, yeah, like Battle of the Bands with the Sirens. <laughs> and I know that even though I, I took lead on that episode, like, w- were there any kind of particular memories that, that stay with you, Jonesy? Well, I, I, I want to call you out, I think. I, I, I want to call you out, Joshua. Uh-oh. I gave you my musical credits, and I was honest with you. I, we, we, we very briefly delved into my musical past, my stage name, Marky Stardust. I know for a fact, sir, that you played trumpet in a ska band in college, and I'm giving you the chance to plug this right here, right now. Okay, no, f- f- fair. Calling you out. The ga- I found a gauntlet in this box, Joshua. <laughs> And um, I didn't know why it was in here, but now I do, and I am laying it before you. Fair, fair dinkum. Um, yes, and and I promise I wasn't trying to duck anything, but uh, yes, there was a time, um, my last year of high school, first year of college, I was in a ska band, and we were called the Classy Sophisticates. And I don't know if our Geo Cities page i don't know if our geocities homepage um is still active maybe you could find it on something like internet archive but uh yeah man we we had some bangers if i do say so myself we had some bangers um yeah and yes i did play trumpet i would i would do backup vocals every once in a while um and uh i have one song writing lyrics credit um, and that is to a uh, lovely little ditty called Strawberry Love Cake that I wrote about. And it's a bunch of, because again, because I'm a hobbit, it's a bunch of food and dessert puns and wordplay dressed up as a love song. And um, <laughs> it, 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 and uh, yeah, that was, that was a blast. That was a blast. Some of the opening lines go something like... Uh, uh, let me tell you a story about a pastry I once knew. She beat the summer heat by swimming in fondue. She was <laughs> she was the nicest little cupcake I could see. So I went over and asked if I could have her recipe. <laughs> and it was. That's, that's fantastic. It was a cute little love ska song. And I had a lot of fun writing it. But... <laughs> Holy no, so so yeah, like I'm 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 still like in in pretty good speaking terms with uh, the other members of the classy sophisticates, and we keep throwing out the idea of doing a reunion gig, but I haven't played my trumpet in forever. My, I'm sure my chops are completely gone, but but if if that ever does come to pass, uh, rest rest easy at night, dear gentle listeners, knowing that you will be among the first to know that. The classy sophisticates have their reunion concert or whatever. Some God, how was like fifteen years later? Yeah, fifteen years later. Woo, that's crazy. I'd be insane. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember most of the songs we. I didn't mean to call you out, Joshua. Right. I yeah. I never want to call out, but I I I do feel that we missed a mm-hmm. maybe a solid opportunity for just a taste, but 
Yeah, with well, any luck. Yeah, and 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 honestly, it, it is. It's not something I'm ashamed of or trying to hide. But truly, I just. Oh man, those were those were good times. Those were big times. Uh, but but it, but yeah. So um, I don't know. I guess I guess sort of other, uh, the kind of fun little part from the music episode was, our. I think our shared admiration and disgust at the Castrati, like. Yeah, that was a good bit. Yeah, yeah that like, was a good good. I still maintain. Screw them. Like. Yeah, like like good on you for making the most of a horrific situation. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they could completely consent to that because again they're like pre-puberty before they have to um make that decision shall shall we say to uh continue on as a castrato but um and then on the other side of the equation uh the 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 octavist this super badass russian uh basso profundo that sings super super well That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Even the um, and not not to toot my own editing horn, but I put the troll lolo lolo yeah. guy in there and then cut in the. I was kind of proud of that one. That was a good one. It, in my defense, I wanted to show like just hey, here's some basic yeah. human range. Yeah. Here's have a fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, here's. But what... turns out I was messing with everybody because that's what I do. <laughs> what a fellow am I? <laughs> Yeah, it's also one I realized. Um, boy, I make a lot of promises on social media that I do not follow through on, and I'm I'm sorry. Like, well, but oh boy, if I put like even any time into our social media, maybe we would, uh, you know, be blowing up. But I don't, and we, I don't know. Well, I, well, well, same, same, same on me. My my hands are not clean because I know I was talking up. Um, oh, uh, uh, Bettina Joy de Guzman, this uh, yes. incre- incredible woman who reconstructs these ancient instruments and sings i know i was talking her up and then i totally dropped the ball on um yeah linking to her or giving her a shout out but 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 who knows maybe there's some redemption maybe i can give her a give her a quick little shout out or something but um maybe yeah maybe yeah but um maybe well and and i know that music was one of our yeah kind of like neater and tidier Maybe not completely one and done episodes, but I feel I feel like I've reminisced sufficiently about uh, music here. I think we can. Yeah, yeah, we can. We we, we yeah. Fold it up. The, the band has played its last tune. Uh, something. That, uh, I didn't have a good transition. Uh, I, I porked that. <laughs> well, let's do another damn box. And we'll <laughs> fold it up, tape it, label it, send it on its way. Uh, well, and hey, yeah, Jonesy, I guess, I guess. Unfortunately, we are kind of getting getting to the end here because I'm only seeing a few boxes left. Um, why don't you get that one over kind of by you there and see what's inside there? Uh, is it this one? And it, it it's labeled Caves? Is that... <gasps> oh, the Caves oh, episode. Caves. That was... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if for no other reason than your Seinfeld bit. I mean, what's, what's the deal with Caves? Walking along, you fall down in one. What's up with that? You're in there, it's dark, it's scary. You feel something slithering? Why put treasure in there? <laughs> I can listen to you do that all day. 
Believe me, buddy, I could do that all day and just annoy everybody in the world. <laughs> just make like increasingly less clever observations about caves. Yeah, they're full of bats. Caves, they don't have bats. But when you tell somebody there's a bat in, in your cave, that means they have a booger in their nose. Oh. <laughs> What's the deal with nose hairs? <laughs> nose hairs? Are those stalactites or stalagmites? I'll just use the stalag wipe. Thank you very much. <laughs> the, the Seinfeld butt was, was, yeah, it was a great. <laughs> and of course, like, once I got published and put out there, as, as I kept listening to that, like, oh, man, I, I could have done so much more. I could have done so much. But, but I think part of it is, it's like, it has to be a crappy Seinfeld impersonation. Like, it can't be too good. Otherwise, it, like, maybe gets into... Not exactly un uncanny valley territory, but like the point of it is that it's like a hacky, crappy Seinfeld. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's what's 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 the deal with caves? Yeah, like it's supposed to be kind of dumb and stupid. <laughs> but but did you notice that you had a laugh track that was true to you? Yeah, no, I was I was amazed. I was amazed because how that I engineered again not to get too dickish in my own accomplishments but i engineered the hell out of your set dude no that was brilliant which also the... makes me think that comedy doesn't exist and people are just engineering laugh tracks but hey that doesn't matter right look at you big bang theory <laughs> whatever it's fine um yeah i'm i'm sure that you've seen the like clips that people put on youtube of big bang theory minus the laugh track and it is it's just yeah. what what is what is this getting back to caves this is honestly probably this is probably my top all-time, at least at least so far, this is my top all-time bit that we've had um, where we're talking about the, the oracle at, at Delphi mm -hmm. and the priestess who's maybe huffing um, uh, like cave gases and you and I go on a solid like two-minute hank hill as the priestess of apollo <laughs> priestess of pythia i come seeking news about what what should my course of action be in this upcoming battle well i tell you what if you erect a wooden wall put some varnish on it it'll last all the last all season <laughs> yep yep now you're mm -hmm. gonna want to use a miter joint in that horse Otherwise, it's going to fall apart, I tell you what, and then your whole invasion's going to go to pot. Dackgummit Boomhauer, I told you, if you go invade this country, a great empire will fall. I didn't say which one, though. Bill, Bobby, get down from there. But, Dad, I'm riding Pegasus. Look at how high I'm flying. Bob Icarus. You come down from, you're flying too high, boy. The wax is going to melt in the sun. I'm fine, Dad. Ah! You get down here right now or I'll kick your ass. <laughs> I swear, Jonesy, I listened to that. Just, just those two minutes. I would listen to that like five times a day. I was so proud of us. We were so on point with all of those. Boy. <laughs> And I also want to credit us 
because all of the prophecies that we were giving as Hank Hill, those were all actual ones. Those are all actual like recorded prophecies from yeah, yeah. Cause we're that we're that goddamn smart. <laughs> no, the the one that broke me I remember very clearly was oh you said that yeah. one great kingdom would fall. I didn't say which one. Yeah. Whoa, like Cause it was. God damn it, we're brilliant. We're so brilliant all the damn time. That was a thing. Oh man, and and yeah, I think if if there's ever like, because I I know we have a huge list of like just like pitching ideas, and wouldn't this be great to like follow up on? That one would be so so good to have like Tyrannos Lawfu. That would be king of the hill. Okay. Yeah. Or you could okay. even say Basilaus Lawfu. Um, that's what I got when I punched into Google Translate was Basilaus. Yeah. Vasilaus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, cuz in cuz in modern Greek the Tolaufu, yeah. Yeah, the the vita makes makes more of a b sound. But yeah. So yeah, there it is. There it is. Um <laughs> There's a whole I also just get such such a such a kick out of um Hank Hill, this very masculine guy performing this very feminine and feminized role of being a priestess and like wearing a veil wearing a headdress and as he's sitting down on the tripod he has to have the inserts for his like atrophied buttocks (laughs) (laughs) and like the one the 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 one cheek pops and so he has to kind of like lean kind of has to like lean over on the tripod <laughs> or like kind of like stand half stand on the tripod <laughs> damn it I, those are also my favorite bits as i'm editing when we crack ourselves up and there's just nothing for like seconds yeah, and seconds. it's just like okay <laughs> My my priestess of Pythia, I I come seeking your advice on a certain medical condition. Um, I I have a narrow urethra. Well, I guess that makes two of us. <laughs> Cotton Hill the satyr walking yeah, with his giant erect phallus that he has to cart about. I ain't got no narrow urethra. I got no, I ain't got no, and that, again, that makes so much sense to have Cotton be a saint. <laughs> On so many levels, that makes sense. And then Didi's like a dryad or something. It's like, um, Cotton wants to get a child by me, but I will turn into a tree. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I had worse in Saipan. <laughs> I killed 50 centaurs. This is Sparta. I killed 50 Persians. <laughs> and then, um, oh, but, but yeah, okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Basileus. Not Bafu. to get hung up on that one, on that one little bit, because there was a lot of fun bits in this. There were lots of I, fun. I particularly enjoyed your um you you wrote a horror film on this one with the uh olms oh the yeah weird little two leg the weird little like wee tiny legged skinks yeah. team of like crack commandos wading shin high through like a like a cave cave water 
And someone pulls their flashlight over and, and they see these little guys. And they're just like, oh, look at these little things. It's like, oh, whatever. They're just in the water. And then like their little their little legs just go and stick out. And then they just like like zip up and they dart up along the cave wall. And everyone's like shooting, like kind of like with Predator. Everyone just kind of unloads into the jungle. <laughs> Except it's in a cave. Everyone's blindly shooting in the cave. And this little Ulm is just like whipping around like nobody's business. Everyone's gone deaf now. It's yeah. Between Boroborotone and the attack of the Olms, I think we've got like two really solid movies. <laughs> two solid, yeah. I bet Sci-Fi Channel can pick us up. I don't. Sci- I don't know. Sci-Fi Channel, please, or even uh, even a an earlier callback, um, Adult Swim. If you're still interested in Teddy Roosevelt Cryptid Hunter, we can we can have Teddy Roosevelt. We, we, we can do like like a like a spinoff um, movie special where it's Teddy Roosevelt versus Yokai or Teddy Roosevelt versus the Ohms, and we, we, we can do oh that. Oh my God, Teddy Roosevelt versus Yokai! Be so That'd be cool. so legit. That'd be so fucking legit. <laughs> Come on, you stupid stinky mattress. Let's have at thee. And he's just boxing Boru Boruton. You will. You will try to shame me for visiting the red light district of Edo. I'll show you. <laughs> Take this. And he just like pops one of the like giant laughing women in the, in the mouth. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. Right. That's enough out of you, you slattern. <laughs> Bully. Strumpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah strumpet's even better. <laughs> Vile strumpet. Pat pat. <laughs> Ten moon, I know your sumo skills are a second to none. Come at me, buddy. Cause he would. He would totally he would totally just like hang around with all those guys and wrestle and like oh, hell yeah. eat coconuts or whatever. He would, man, he'd power Teddy Roosevelt would be the best Ken Moon ever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, because he had... When I'm, when I'm not writing policy and preserving national parks, I love these banyan trees. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, perfect. Yeah, oh, like we start yeah. off with Teddy Roosevelt, Cryptid Hunter. We get a couple solid seasons in. And, and then kind of like with what, with, with what happened with Archer... And they had to do like a season where they were in like film noir yes. and then the season. Yeah. Then like one season he's, he, uh, he visits Japan and he hunts yokai. Oh, excuse me. Okay. But yes. No, you're good. I'm, I'm doing it too. I'm rocking. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, I know we're, we're, I know we're kind of drinking some of our sorrows away in our Hobbit goblets here, but, uh, yeah, they're starting to, starting to catch up a bit. Um, Start starting to catch up. Starting so, okay, I I think we've I think you know okay really quick again I'm just blowing my own horn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really proud of this edit. I was really proud of the moon cave bit. I totally yeah. stole Minecraft's new cave theme and it just synced up perfectly. Yeah. The entire track was great for whatever I was talking about when I was talking about the moon cave, mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I want it. I want to go back and do more moon cave because I don't think it was satisfying enough. Yeah, but. Yeah, I talking about like what we might revisit someday as two wizards mm-hmm. like You're right. Yeah, I I mean what? What's that? Nothing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think um 
because because us just being two two hobbits I, I i don't know if we're quite equipped to that task but that's totally something that i can see two wizards um yeah really being able to uh to uh, illuminate or elucidate yeah yes yeah yeah totally totally yeah, well yeah, yeah. i i think yeah i i think we're in agreement that that caves was a really fun episode really good box and we'll We'll get that ready to, to to get packed up and shipped out. And um, yeah, it looks like we just have a couple left. A couple left here. Hey, Joshua, check it out. I found two more beer cans. Oh, oh, great. Yeah. Well, hey, that's that's perfect. They, that's that's great timing. Yeah, they were kind of they were in the bottom of this drawer. I don't know why I don't know why we're hiding beer in drawers, but who cares? I yeah. maybe it's like beer fairies. Who can say? Yeah. Um, I found a I found a Colorado native amber. What did What did you find? Well, you handed me um something from uh, uh Platform Beer Co. Also here in Columbus. Um, and this looks to be an open market, uh, Nordic style white ale with strawberry. Um, that sounds so much better than mine. Yeah, well, this is kind of weird too. I need to, um, I need to double check this because on the on the side of the can here they have some uh, information listed, and, and they have the ABV, uh, and then they have the IBU, which is the hops uh, kind of bitterness thing, and then they have this thing called Play-Doh, and it says twelve point eight, and I think from my kind of dabbling in home brewing, which also may be like note maybe that would be kind of a fun topic to uh to uh return to at some points like the idea of like home homebrewing and all that i think i think play-doh if i remember right i think that's a measure of sweetness of like residual sugars and stuff oh okay and i don't know if 12.8 will be super sweet or not but we'll um we'll just see what this nordic style white ale with strawberry is like Okay. okay. Well, here here we are. Our last couple beers here. Our last couple boxes here, and uh, our last couple boxes and beers in our hobbit hole. Oh, in our hobbit hole. Well, I'm gonna cry. Oh man, I know. Aww. Well, well ch- cheers. Bottoms up. Cheers, good buddy. Hmm. How is it? That's that's all right. Actually, that's not too. Yeah. That's not too shabby. Yeah, mine is fine. It's an it's an amber. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, five point five alcohol, thirty eight IBU. Yeah, twelve fluid ounces um apparently it is marked it is marketed with a mid-grade on maltiness but they kick it up to 11 on colorado-ness oh my gosh so okay well i guess i and 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 as much as it is nice to kind of talk about other things i also don't want to delay the inevitable because we are we, we are running up right on that uh kind of deadline and we do have a couple boxes left and so let's just make sure that we we get the last couple things here and these are boxes that I think are within recent memory. And I think this one, um, uh, I think I hear a muffled but distinctive Pika Pika coming out of it. And this is our Pokemon That's box. because it didn't die the first time I beat it to death. <laughs> Which, so I know that I can be a bit of a hipster anyway. But yeah, I was totally from the beginning like Pikachu's overrated. It's not even that good of a Pokemon. And I know I'm not the first one to say that, but yeah, I'm totally like, stop with the Pikachu hype train. Get off it. Yeah, here we are. Pokemon train. Here we are. Here we are. This one, uh, maybe a little too recent, whatever, but yeah. 
No, nah, you know, I, I liked, we, we just talked about the parallels in our life story and I really thought it was sweet. The weird parallels in our journey was, into man. Pokemon. It was, yeah, that we both kind of were like, Hey, what's this thing? And sort of roundabout into the trading cards, like not full on, not like the full, like playing and collecting just kind of like, Oh, let's like do our own thing with it. Yeah. It was so funny. It was so funny to like hear all of the, uh, yeah, all, all the all the things that uh, we kind of shared from a distance, from afar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I I'm not I don't I'm not making fun of you. Don't think I'm not. <laughs> but damn it, I love your sad Clefairy story. I think that's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then I think when I um, like sc- scrounged up enough. Uh, um, allowance money and went to Kmart to buy my like own like booster set um <laughs> I forget what was all in there uh but but they promised a a, a foil card in each pack and I mm-hmm. got, and I got a foil Clefairy and oh god yeah and as you could imagine being a boy in sixth grade like just starting <sighs> off in this trading card thing, it's like, oh no, this is this is what I have. And you saved money for that too, like that. Yeah. Oh, and I can't remember. I honestly can't remember if I even opened it up at school with my friends watching. Mm. I kind. Oh no. I, I don't want to say I'm inventing this memory, but it was definitely something like I either opened it up with all my school buddies, or I was telling my school buddies about that, and they totally like teased me mercilessly for having a foil clefairy (laughs) and it was it's like look i can't this is literally beyond my control i didn't ask for this don't 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 be hating on me that the gods like decided in their cruelty (laughs) to give me and they were mad they're upset at you like (laughs) or it gave me like a weird like this is the cross that you're going to have to carry. You will have to go through sixth grade being known as the, as the boy with a foil clefairy. <laughs> the boy with the clefairy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Um, another favorite moment, and I, this will get put in already, but whatever. Mm. I love your oak bit. That was wonderful. I was so proud of that. I made Amanda listen to that like three times <laughs> just to be sure I got the like mixing right, right. in it. Yeah. No, because cause I, I, I remember um, this may have been a conversation that, that happened off air or off re, re-recording. Um, no, I, I truly think that um, like I do, I do kind of have an ear for voices and an ear for accents and who knows? Maybe in a maybe in a slightly parallel universe, not not too far away, one that's still kind of distant. Yeah, maybe I like went hard into like voiceover work or uh, something like that. Because yeah, I just I I, I also again sort to kind of toot my own horn, uh, pat myself on the back as it were. But 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 then again, like we both do that. No, not at all. No, I have been doing that this whole episode. Just me talking about like my editing was so on point. Which. A, it has been, but also B, more like like going through all of these boxes and and um, all these recollections of our re- recording. Like you and I both, we had some we had some like killer accents, some like killer voices, some killer bits, and it is. It's like 
yeah, maybe with a little more guidance or steering down down that direction, maybe maybe that could have been something for for both of us to do more kind of goofy voices or voiceover work or whatever. So real quick, because I don't have a lot of like favorite moments from here, but I feel like we should just really quick touch on it. Mm-hmm. Joshua, how's your? Because we're still doing yeah. it. How's your Pokemon journey going? How you making out, buddy? And I remember this being even something that I called out in that episode. Like, I kind of feel like I'm stalling out because I'm trying to like train everybody up like at the same time. So instead of like trying to progress, instead of like trying to go to the next island, anything like that, it's like, well, I sure don't want my ladybug to like fall behind in levels. I better, I better, because <laughs> I do like, I'm that Pokemon trainer. I'm that one where it's like, no, like everybody, everybody can be strong. And like, <laughs> but then it's like, okay, I'm still on the first island. And I know you, Jonesy, you're like, you're 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 kicking ass and taking names and i'm like piddling about with my like level eight hey man you got a month however you fill up that month is up to true, you dude like true 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 and uh who knows maybe with and and i i do like i take the time i take the time i think even after every battle every random encounter i'm like all right um my 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 six pokemon who needs combing? Who needs a snack? Who needs a little belly rub? <laughs> so you're get you're getting into that poke care thing. I I, I kind of am. Okay. I kind of am. And it's like, oh no, you right you, on. No, it's... you you got some like burrs in your coat here. You uh um weird grub thing that's kind of disgusting. But let me comb that out of out of your out of your exoskeleton. <laughs> you got some. Got some like schmutz right there. Let me let me take care of that for you. <laughs> but how was yours? How was your poke journey going? Oh, dude, I'm crushing it. I um I've been trying to. I I got off. I fell off uh, tweeting about it for a second there. Yeah, I've been. Bad but I am past the. I guess I I'm at the third island now. I just beat the ghost gym. Mm, okay. And uh yeah, like I am plugging right along. Um, I am mixing it up just a bit against what I usually use. And that's fun. But yeah, yeah cause I, that. cause I remember that was something that you mentioned in our Pokemon episode, like really trying to like each like playthrough, trying to do something different and not just automatically being like, okay, you're in my starting six. Um, just cause like, well, I just know for the fun, meta. like without like pulling back that curtain too much, I, Right now, I've got a uh, Mudbray on my team, oh. and I played this about. I think I've played this one three times, and I've never used this one. Okay. So, okay. yeah, that's the weird horse thing, right? With donkey eyes, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And, I and got also, a weird ground horse donkey. And 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 I also do. I I know I wrote this in one of my letters to you, and and I know it's water under the bridge, but I still kind of feel bad. That as we were discussing setting this up and all that, and even in the episode, I said that I, I uh, have a preference for grass type Pokemon, but like the but yeah. like the last second, I was like, but look at this cute fire cat thing. Maybe I want that instead. And so yeah, like I went with a Litten um, as my starter, and I did give it a nickname, and I nick oh. and I nicknamed it Tompy 
after our actual real life Devon Rex cat, Tompkins. So, so I'm palling around with my starter uh, Litten nickname Tompy, and it's been great so far. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I don't even think that my um, what is it now? My decidui will make it with me to the end of my journey. <laughs> Because homeboy's slacking. Oh, okay. And, you know, I if you would have told me a year ago that I have a Hariyama on my team and he's, like, <laughs> sort of just sort of just my main dude to just j- just do work, he's beaten three of the – he's beaten at least half my island challenges. <laughs> just because, like, he's normal fighting and nothing can really touch him. Yeah. And he just kind of, like, brick breaks everything into submission. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I don't – one thing we do maintain here is like fair chase and fair play and all that good mm-hmm. stuff, but uh, I'm not really playing fair with this one. Like, right? Yeah, it's yeah. No, Harry Yama's just broken. Just get after broken. it, like OP. So heads up, you got one coming. Yeah, for I, I guess I can try and make some sort of strategy, some sort of battle plan. But more often than not, it'll be your like level sixty Hariyama versus my like. All right, team, let's use the power of friendship. <laughs> Just gets brick-breaked into the fucking ground. <laughs> Mark, stop Stop using brick... Mark, stop using brick-break. Stop. Oh, my God, He's you're being such a dick. Fainted. You're being a dick. What are you doing? <laughs> not that you're that guy, but, like, yeah. I, can, I can see you getting mad at our challenge. Like, no, no, not... I... I it's weird for like those types of things. I either like do I get super earnest and super into it, or I just kind of like no, whatever. It's like ones and zeros. Like it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Well, and and, and Jonesy, oh. I know we did kind of go on an extended Pokemon rant there, and and maybe it's maybe it's just because we don't want to. Yeah, like by the time we look at this last box, and we both know what's in it, and we both know that after we double check this last box that, that we're coming up to it. But, um, yeah, but yeah, we have, we have this, this last box and, and, and I, not only by process of elimination, do I know what's in it, but also it, it's the most recent one. And this is the, uh, fishing episode box that we got all packed up. The fishing episode. Yeah. And at the time we were both a little stir crazy and, um, at, at least here in Columbus in the Midwest, since recording that episode, it, it, it's been sunnier, it's been warmer, a lot of the snow has melted. Uh, the Mrs. Hobbit and I, we've been so um, kind of here around the city, there are these metro parks because it's weird. Okay. And, and I think, I can't remember if I was telling you about telling this uh, to you earlier or in a different context. Like, yeah, like Columbus is a dense metropolis, but then you drive like, 10 15 minutes any direction and then you're in like farm like like, like farm country um yeah and uh and, and so the the city has these series of metro parks that are just kind of like wild little places or at least not like reclaimed places that yeah you, you go and you could walk around and so so that's what we've been doing as, as the weather's been getting better and that has helped a lot with our kind of cabin fever um, stir crazy. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. So, so have things been getting a little better there in, in, uh, Alamosa, Colorado? Nah, it's, it's warming up a touch, but 
number one, I maintain, and you can, without being that guy, mm-hmm. look at my Instagram. I, I've shown this before. I'll show it again. I am cold proof. Yes. I like to do the polar plunge. <laughs> yeah. So I've been tanning on my deck because the wind hasn't been blowing. That's so I'm the just big like thing. tanning on my deck for about the last week, yeah. getting a good solid bronze layer going That's down. Awesome. But other than that, nah, it's still it's still reasonably chilly. Okay. But yeah, well, and and I also kind of envision maybe maybe sometime in the future, and it's not going to be a fun episode topic. But yeah, I think one episode we are going to have to talk about wind because. Good God, in the San Luis Valley, does it get windy in the springtime? And I hated it. I hate, and especially during track practice, we would have track practice at 3 p.m. on the dot, and that whole day, like the whole day leading up to track, it'd be it'd be sunny and calm and you know, like kind of cool, warm, because uh, the snow hadn't melted yet. And because the snow hadn't melted yet on all the mountains, you could set your watch, th- 3 p.m instant like gale storm and ride as track <laughs> yep. practice would start and i hated it so much um but 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 i don't want to detract and i don't want to ignore talking about fishing even though we did just re-record yeah it. so um yeah i was also really kind of <laughs> I, I i was I was kind of struck by even though we didn't say it at the time that like fishing and family like kind of that that was i guess sort of like a common thread uh about both of our experiences because you were talking about going out fishing with your grandpa and all of his friends and and then your brother and i was talking about going fishing with uh with uh, my dad and my brother and and some other family um actually i have an aunt or i have an an aunt and uncle and the uncle and the and their children my, my cousins they're pretty big fishers they do a lot of fly fishing um one of those cousins has his pilot license and he was up in Alaska also for a while and he would do like, oh, nice. yeah, he would do crazy fishing up there. Um, and, and it is, I think, so I think that's part of it too. Not only fishing being part of this 40,000 year kind of tradition and history, but also, yeah, like family and sort of talking about yeah. fishing being a rite of passage, going out and going fishing and doing all that. So I, that was something that re-listening to this episode and, and, and going through this box one more time that that kind of jumped out at me so so yeah jonesy were were there any other sort of observations in hindsight or um after getting that 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 episode out and kind of thinking about it was was there anything that was kind of jumping out at you uh one that i really enjoyed was your story of uh jake murdering the tilapia pond with his catfish and then apparently my brother Jake, I forget if he was trying to like clean it or something like that, or just decided to let this one catfish be free. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so he, he so he let this catfish in, into my grandpa's pond, and here are like all the little tilapia oh, God. babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Didn't, okay. Didn't tell anybody. Went back in. Oh, we no. finished our trip. Went back, and then sure enough, like later that year, whenever the the other guy came by, he's like, "Where the hell are all these tilapia? What's going on?" My grandpa's like, "I don't know. Don't ask me." And then one day, like, just this monster catfish, <laughs> like, flopped over, and they like found it dead on, on the side of the uh, ponds there. And they're like, "Oh, that would do it." <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was probably at the time my grandpa like put two and two together and was like, oh, shit. 
I can't. <laughs> I can never tell the story. I can't let this get out. This is. Uh, <laughs> I, I was meaning to. It 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 kind of got away from me. But but I was gonna give him a call and be like, "Hey, brother, remember that time?" <laughs> kind of do that with him. I love that. It's so that, good. That made me so damn oh. happy. Oh well. Oh. Well. That's the other thing about maybe why we're getting kicked out is um been trying to hide the fact that I have a cat in here. So uh maybe that's maybe that's part of it too. But but anyway. We've we yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, young Quince. Yeah. Hello. Hello buddy. Yeah. Well, he's he's run off. He's come to help unpack the fishing box yeah. too yeah. cuz he's a cat. Exactly. No, yeah. He's like, "Wait, are we talking about fish here?" Oh my god! Okay, so there was one time. Quick, quick story. There was one time. Um, yeah, we had, we made salmon for dinner one night, and it was like, yeah, it was, it was great and all that, and and we had a little bit left over. And so the following day, um, I had the leftovers for lunch, and I opened up the little Tupperware thing that I had kept in, and found my spot, um, in a in a comfy chair, and was eating. And and uh, uh, Quincy was just hanging out on the couch, like half asleep, because cats sleep all, all day long. And then, and then, like ten seconds later, as the like odor of salmon starts wafting around, he he totally starts doing the sniffing. He's going like, <laughs> and but he's moving his entire head as he's sniffing. He's going like, <laughs> it is the it's the cutest thing. Where like he's like trying to like get in every little like salmon molecule that's lingering in the air, and he's Aww, like lifting his boy. nose up to the ceiling with each sniff. It was hilarious. <laughs> 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 oh my god, this funny little guy. Oh he, man, he's a hoot. He's oh, okay. All right, but um, um, yeah. I, and I guess and I guess it was just because it was our was our most recent episode. I don't know if there's any other. Well, um, well uh, although I, I do want to point yes. out, we got evil as all hell. <laughs> Holy shit, did we get evil? We were talking about. I talked about eating and ki- or killing and eating Coco the gorilla, and I stand by it. Yeah. I I do imagine she's delicious. It did take a a, a but real I almost feel a turn. slight bit of guilt because God, it, dude, Joshua, we got e- damn the hard seltzers. <laughs> They really just bring out the evil in us two hobbits, man. Holy crap. It's a corruption of nature. It's like alcoholic gardening. Like, oh, not something we can hack, but good Lord, we got, we got it evil. Was, it was. Like, that is our most evil episode. And I am also laying that. I'm, I'm not claiming culpability for that. I'm totally leaning. I'm totally laying that at the feet of the hard seltzer. Because giving you more kudos about editing I think one of my favorite bleeps of all time when she was working at a, 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 when she was working at a higher ed institute. God damn. These fuck hard seltzers. It's a thing. Let me start. But even then, like on a not so um, sweary scale, you got a killer Louis Armstrong, dude. I am still impressed. I think I even texted yeah, you, you as I was editing that. Did. Like, which, which, your your Louis Armstrong is on point. Like, uh, one one thing I do have to apologize to you for. I, I you had mentioned early on in the episode that your biggest one ever was like a foot long catfish, 
And later on, I said that your biggest fish ever was some 10-inch trout. That's my bad. Oh. We, I was not actively listening. I just, I want to throw that out there. I've heard. It was the hard seltzers. Again, it most, was the hard most seltzers, recently, man. like, I, oh my God, those hard seltzers. <laughs> I want to eat a whale so damn bad, Josh o. I've been asking people at work this about it, like, thing. hey, would would you eat dolphin if you could? Yeah. And like a resounding yes by all yeah. of them, like oh yeah. yeah, I'd love to try dolphin. As as we were let's, also talking let's, about, let's get that. after it. Yeah. Let's let's, let's get them. Just just one. Let's just all agree because because like people will like agree to go in together on like buying a half a cow or buying half a pig, and then and then you all let's just all agree to go in and get a half a whale or a half a dolphin. Um, but but this was the other thing. A dolphin's like what, eight hundred pounds? It's not even a yeah. cow. Like, yeah, come on, come on. Um, Let's get it. It's probably wonderful. Yeah, well, and and and, and it's same same caveat. It's a rapist dolphin. Yeah, come we, on. we can. Like, we can. What are we doing? Everybody wins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, kind of, this was one thing in sort of hindsight that is maybe not fishing exactly, but I th- th- this was kind of jogged to my memory um, about like whaling and and all that. Um, Jonesy, I'm sure that you've heard about ambergris or ambergris. Yes. Like that's a whole other, like this like weird, like upchuck from a whale's digestive tract that. Sperm whales. Yeah. 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 yeah that uh, is really waxy and weird and can both be used a, to make perfume and B apparently goes well with eggs. Like I know that hmm. I'm, I'm on record multiple times getting horned up for trout and eggs, but ambergris and eggs. I just, ugh, I, I, I don't know. I'm fascinated. <laughs> Cause like it, it apparently has, yeah. Kind of like a, like a resiny kind of taste. I just, ah, so so hmm. so like a like count me up for dolphin steak any day of the week, but with this ambergris stuff like I I just don't know I just don't know. Hmm. Anyway, that yeah. was the other thing that kind of. Well, and no, it's fine. And all I could think as you were saying that was I could hear Kiff Croker in my head going, "Precious hamburgers." <laughs> but I also I. Uh, I have hard time. Jonesy participates in class, but does not follow instructions. <laughs> well, because the 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 other thing that reminded me of Amergris uh, was um, um, I totally looked up that uh, Moby Dick whaling card game, and oh yeah, and there actually is a card that you can draw that is Amergris, and like it's it's like an everybody wins, like everybody gets extra money if this card is drawn um because it was apparently oh, that neat. that that big of a thing um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well and i don't know if well that's that's that yeah. that's the last box Joshua. i don't know if talking about like, ambergris is quite the note we wanted to end on but it it was and yeah that's the last box it's better than talking about eating coco the gorilla <laughs> so yeah let's yeah. let's stick True. with that and so Okay, yeah, that's that's that last box, and I and I and I did. I I gave our little hobbit hole one more kind of look over here, and um, yeah, I think I, I think that's it. I think this is time for us to uh, 
start a new chapter in whatever whatever we're doing. We could, we could start a new chapter. No, I I think you're right, and it is time to start a new chapter. And uh, Joshua, there, there there's somebody at the door. Well, that. Oh, hang on. Let me let me let me let me get that really yeah. quick. Yeah, of course. Joshua, mm-hmm. I'll be dipped. It's my old gaffer Gershon. He's got a letter. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. We got a letter. Oh wow. It's addressed to two hobbits. Okay. okay. That's Let's, us. Uh... All right. We turn. Oh, Joshua. Hmm. We're a couple of dorks. We're not two hobbits. We're a couple of dorks. Well, wh- why? What does the letter say? <laughs> this eviction notice? It's for the house down the street. It's not even two. It's not even us, buddy. We get to stay in our hobbit hole. Oh my god! And here, here we packed up our entire house, all of our belongings, had a nice like existential walkthrough yeah. of our history and where we've been and where we're going. And well, damn it all if it's not for naught. Well, oh, unpack everything, Joshua. Yeah. Get out the get out the dolphin plates. <laughs> Get get out the pokeballs! Poke oh, we're gonna have two hobbits of a party strike here. A is what we're yeah, gonna well, do? Let me. Uh, strike a platoon. Bust out the hobbit. Find the kitchen box. Get the <laughs> hobbit goblets out. Let's get hobbit goblets. Let's get hammered. We can we, do yeah, this. Find that find that enormous box about food because I'm I'm hungry. I can eat. Oh God, I'm so hungry. We're not getting evicted, Joshua. They're evicting the weird meth lab down the lane. <laughs> Amazing that a meth lab could list exist in Hobbiton, but that's neither here nor there because we're still, we're still here. here. We're still we two hobbits. This is oh man, this was such a this was such an emotional oh. roller coaster. And look at this, it's just it's just like we're right back where we started. But I think we've all learned something. All because of a change of address. Yeah, yeah but taking time to reflect on the past and be grateful. And oh, appreciate those that you love, those who've been there. Be- because, Jonesy, I, I really do have to say that it's not often that, that here in Hobbit Town life gets too crazy or, or anything like that. But, 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 but still, like, we're still kind of making our way through some, some kind of trying times. And it, it really is and has been a comfort for us to come together and just talk about things and be two hobbits and get horned up for food and horned up for singing and horned up for gardening. And, and, and so in a way it's like, I'm almost glad that we've gone through this experience together because it's made me appreciate what we have done together that much more. Yeah, absolutely. We got to look back at it and I don't know. But sometimes it's just so silly, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Well, and, and, and even... And actually, wouldn't you know it, now that I'm looking at the eviction notice, it's not it's not addressed to Joshua and Jonesy. It's addressed to Joshy and Jonzo. So those are those two hobbits down the street that are making meth. Oh, those idiots! We've been bitching about them for I know. months! It's, I'm... Frankly, it's about time that somebody's done something. So yeah, God, good riddance. Yeah, that that yeah. that that Joshy, yeah. he's a real piece of work. Let me tell you. 
I heard that Jonzo got a DUI dropping his kid off at Hobbit football practice. Like, that's bad form, man. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, yeah. Frankly, like, I hope that they get whatever help that they need, but for, for right now, I think we're all better off if those if those two hoodlums, um, yeah, they aren't they aren't in the they aren't in this part of Hobbit Town. Yeah. yeah. Bigger and badder, newer and brighter. De- we are two hobbits walking forward into this. Yeah. And well, and man, it's a new lease on life. Mm-hmm. And oh, hey, Joshua, there's something else here. <laughs> Another. There is but another box in our... It's another box from my old gaffer, Gershon. Uh-huh. And I'll just, um... Yeah, I'll... Huh. It's a thing called the Necronomicon. Oh. Huh. We oughta... Maybe we should look into this. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I, that's... I, that was weird. I I guess I just didn't see the the the, the second package. Anyway, anyway, we're we're two yeah. hobbits, and if you enjoyed our almost last episode ever, but not really, and we didn't learn anything from the circumstances, so you can bet there's gonna be a new fresh episode next week where we still don't learn anything. Well. Well, where could they find us? They could find us a couple of different ways if they wanted to. Because maybe maybe just like you and I went through and shared our favorite memories of these past uh, couple episodes, maybe they want to share share their favorite moments from the episodes. And if they wanted to do that, they could send them to us at twowizardspodcast at gmail.com or they could find us on Instagram at twowizards. They could find us on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. Or, I don't know, maybe they wanted to uh, send something just to me on Twitter. And if they want to do that, they could find me at Plaid Barbarian on Twitter. And likewise, they could find me at uh, Marky Stardust on Twitter and or on Instagram at Great Greek Buffalo. And yeah, we could we could talk about it, whatever. Yeah, Jonesy. If you guys have favorite, what's in your favorite box? What was? <laughs> I only made two of those jokes. I lied to you, Josh and I don't even care because we're, we're two hobbits and... But we're getting we're renewed not, for a new yeah, season, we're dude. Addicted. We're not affected. Well, and you know, I I think we're gonna really enjoy just as much as we enjoyed kind of packing everything up and going through it. We're, we're gonna get to do that one more time as we unpack everything, put it back, and um, well, and I'm also really intrigued by this little gift that 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 sweet Gershon gave us this uh, Necronomicon. So so who knows? Maybe next time around, maybe we'll have to poke inside this book and. Uh, See what we can find in there. Yeah, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? We blow our minds apart with, you know, the horror of reality and consciousness? Nah. We're two hobbits. We're too good for that kind of Perish business. Perish the thought. Perish the thought. Anyway, anyway. Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry, this was a bit of a weird and bumpy ride, but if you've been with us this long, you'll be with us in the future and hope we go from there. Indeed, everybody. So, yeah. For, for for now and into the ongoing future, I have been a hobbit, and my name is Jonesy, and I'm not getting evicted. Damn it! <laughs> and, and my name is is Joshua, and I'm also a hobbit. Take care. <laughs>